0: to new insane revenue levels doesn't have to be overwhelming. It's all about the right strategy, team, efficiencies, and confidence. Welcome to the Entrepreneur Evolution Podcast. With over 1 million downloads, it's the go-to business podcast dedicated to business owners who want to evolve out of operating in the day-to-day and make their dreams come true. I'm your host, Annette Walter, and I'm so happy you are here. As a former banker, I have now been an entrepreneur for over 15 years and have started, grown, acquired, and sold over 20 multimillion-dollar companies to date. Together, you and I will strengthen your existing business, build your dream team and process, grow your wealth and legacy, all while surrounding you with a community of rockstar entrepreneurs just like yourself. Are you ready to evolve? Let's get started. This is fun. So today on our podcast, we are joined by Derek Kinney. And a lot of you may remembered him because he's been on our podcast before. He is so energetic and I just love his energy. He's a best-selling author and top-rated podcast host. And it's just amazing the way that he talks about real life money and business success. He's been featured on CNBC, Fox News, CNN, Fox Business, PBS, Wall Street Journal, and they all love him. And I always love his conversations. So I know you're going to enjoy the listen today. Uh, Thanks for being here, honestly. And you should give yourself a big high five. You are showing up, you are doing the work, and you are evolving. So Be proud of you. I know I am very proud of you. Thanks for being here and enjoy the listen today with Derek. Derek, welcome back. I'm so excited that you are here and I can't wait to see and hear how things are going with you. How are you today?
1: Oh, Annette, it's so great to be back with you. And I know that you interview a lot of people. So to be invited back is a big deal. So I don't take that for granted. So thank you.
0: We're excited you're here, and I always love your energy. And for those that can't see Derek, he always has the best shirts and the best (laughs) artwork behind him, very colorful and happy. So catch us up to speed. How is business? How's life? What is trending? What's hot? What's not? Give us all the good stuff.
1: Yeah, well you know since the last time i was on your show and maybe it was because i was on your podcast life got really good for me maybe that's <laughs> the determining factor but you know my book came out uh 2222, it was the good money revolution right. and the concept was teaching people that money is not bad and that good people should have more of it and then what happened was something that i wasn't expecting and that was that business owners much like how I grew my financial planning business by integrating generosity and really establishing yourself as the go-to expert in your field, business owners all around the country began to say, well, Derek, if you did that as a financial advisor, I wanna do it in my local community. And then it spawned into CPAs and attorneys and realtors, really anybody in net who works face to face with their clients. And so I began to develop a framework that has now been proven countless times for people to really not have to break the bank, but be involved in their community, uh, Mm -hmm. give back to a cause they care about, and suddenly they're making much more money because of all the good they can do with it. And so that's really what's happened over the past 18 months is now we're helping business owners who I think Are the backbone of this economy you know when you think about entrepreneurs and business owners they're the ones that make it happen every single day so if we can make it easier give them a way to stop having to guess how to achieve success and be able to not be a prisoner to their business those are the things that i wanted to help them do and really build the business and life they've always wanted
0: excellent that's great well congratulations on all the success post February 2022. So let's talk a little bit about the framework. what's Give us one of the highlights of the framework and what really seems um, as one of the things that people really like about the framework.
1: Yeah, let me tell you a story. So there there was a man named Dave that came into my office. He was a longtime client. And you know those relationships you have in that where you can just tell something is bothering somebody without them even saying anything. It's just their, their body language that's how dave was that day and i said dave what's wrong and he began to unload he said derek i am just not motivated anymore to go to my office now keep in mind this was a guy who built a successful consulting business quite a few employees well respected in his community and he's telling me that he's basically mailing it in every day that he's just going through the motions not feeling any fulfillment or meaning from his job And for some reason the word just sort of spilled out of my mouth and i said dave is there a cause that you care about and i could tell it stunned him for a moment and he began to tell me a story about when he and his family went overseas on a vacation years earlier and he remembered this part of the country they went to where it was total desolation and he remembered the guide telling him that. If only they had a school building here, it could revolutionize this entire economy for generations to come. Mm -hmm. And he remembered exchanging that glance with his wife as if to say, "You know, wouldn't it be cool to fund that school? Well, they got back, life got busy, family commitments, et cetera. But my question brought it all back. And I said, Mm -hmm. Dave, what if you set a goal and you wanted to increase your sales by say 20% over the next year, and you took half of that increase and used it to fund that school. Well, Mm. suddenly his eyes got as big as saucers in it. And we began to brainstorm how we could bring this vision to life. And we talked about, he could let his clients know that, hey, you can work with any consulting firm in the area, but when you work with us, you're helping make the world better. And then Mm -hmm. we talked about engaging his employees because they were just going through the motions too. They were feeding off of Dave of, I'm going to this job and I'm helping people, but really what's the bigger purpose? His team got remotivated, but the bigger story was Dave himself got completely re-energized. So get this, we were gonna meet again in three months. He comes back in like a month later, he looks younger, he looks energized, he looks like he's back on his A game. And he says, Derek, we've already hit or 20% increase, and this was over about 30 to 60 days because he tied purpose to profits. And so what -hmm. I would tell people right now is, you may be thinking that success is defined as how much money can I have in the bank? Is a bulging bank account going to buy me happiness? And while it may give you temporary happiness, it's not gonna give you the fulfillment and meaning most business owners, as hard as they work deep inside crave, But when you can tie a cause to your cash Mm -hmm. and meaning to your money and purpose to your profits, when there's a reason that you're going out and making more money, suddenly we find it gives people this renewed vision and it can be supporting local schools, supporting nonprofits, recognizing other business owners in your community. Just the act of giving back, it engages these high net worth prospects because they can work with any advisor any CPA, Mm -hmm. any attorney, any realtor, that we're all commodities, but when they see that here's somebody who's caring and competent and they care about their community, it just attracts like a magnet, these high net worth prospects. And when they have to choose between everything being equal, three financial advisors, but one of them deeply cares about the community, they wanna work with that person because it makes them just feel better and that they're part of something bigger.
0: Right, right. Well, and you know, not only beyond the money, but you know, I have two companies, right? I have Timber Industries, and I have Ievov Consulting, and it. I do the work at Ievov Consulting because of the client impact, right? Yes. Not because of you know the basics of business and all of that and the money and all of that, but it's the 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 client impact of what you get from helping that client. So it's taking that feeling even more so and amplifying it to have that community feeling. So, you know, not just because I I never approach money uh, from the money standpoint, I always do it from the client standpoint. And you're saying even taking it and really amplifying that as well, right? To like give you as a business owner, that stimulation and that fulfillment and that reward and all that, an impact.
1: Yeah, what's happening now is we look at post COVID, there's been a couple interesting things that have happened. First of all, many employees are asking themselves, okay, I know I need to work. I know I need to get a paycheck to pay my house payment and rent and and keep up with my expenses, but what's in it for me? And they're asking themselves, we jokingly call that everybody's favorite radio station, WIIFM, what's in it for me? And they're asking, <laughs> look, I could work for anybody, but what is it about this job that's gonna make me feel like I am making an impact. I'm not just pushing paper clips around and stapling things and filing things. Is my job and really what I'm doing for eight hours a day, really making anybody's life better, not even including making the world better, just is anybody getting better because I'm here doing this job? And so what we're finding is, especially this younger generation where it's so competitive to hire them, what they tell us is, They want to work for companies even if they make less money if the company is associated with a cause that matters. It's a cause they care about. If they know that their job is making a meaningful impact. And so I met with an attorney recently. I did a one day of consulting with the attorney. And one of the big takeaways, I thought we, we, we came up with some great strategies to attract clients and grow their business and cut costs, all the things that were very effective. But what he said, Derek, was the most interesting thing was that what I call the generosity purpose, and that is the cause that you care about. He said, Derek, the generosity purpose is revolutionary because it will help us attract the employees that we want and retain them. And it will help us stand out in the community because what we're finding is people know that, okay, if I work with an attorney, I'm assuming they know what they're doing. If I work with a consultant or a realtor, I assume they know what they're doing. But if there's something bigger, it's like a doorway, you're inviting high net worth people to walk into and say, when you work with me, You're part of making history. You're part of doing something bigger. And so that's what we find really separates our framework from others. And then, of course, we want to look at how do you become the go-to expert in your field? And that's so, so critical. And we'll, we'll talk about that.
0: Yeah. So so let's let's switch gears um to to your business and you taking kind of this shift, so to speak, from financial to book to then this, you know, this framework really gaining a lot of traction. So what are you seeing? And this is a question that really always hits with the audience. Um and the it's, it's what's your biggest obstacle in your company right now? What are you feeling?
1: Well, what my role right now is Basically, an advisor to advisors, and so where my unique niche is, I'm going back to the field that I achieved success in, and that was as a financial advisor. And so, uh, you know, and I think the principles apply to most everyone. But for someone listening, the best person you can coach is the person that you once were, who wants to get where you are, but they don't know how to get there. And so that's what this framework, and you know that you've done such a great job in it, as we've talked offline. You've helped so many people achieve uh, their goals as well. And what I find is my biggest obstacle is helping people understand that most people view them as a commodity. Many people like to think and I was delusional. I'll call it that that way myself that, well, I'm the best financial advisor in town. Of course, people want to work with me. No one can compare with me but then I would see some high net worth prospects kind of slip through and they'd work with somebody else. Mm -hmm. And what I found is, as I began to dig into the research and ask people in my community, what I found was they viewed financial advisors and realtors and CPAs all the same. It was just who you knew, who you liked, uh, maybe a cousin, a a nephew, I'm gonna work with them. And, and one of the best ways to ask yourself this is when you're at a social event, let's say you're at Rotary or at Kiwanis or at church or wherever you're at, and someone asks you the dreaded question, what do you do for a living? Mm-hmm. Well, do you answer with, oh, I'm a financial advisor? Well, mm-hmm. immediately what we find is besides the fact that people's eyes roll back in their heads, they almost <sighs> nod off, they try to run off to the next conversation is they, they automatically have a checklist in their mind of what a financial advisor does, or in your case, a realtor, a CPA, whatever, whatever you, you're doing right now for our listeners. And they think about, well, you're like everybody else. And the way to counteract that is, and I think it's the biggest obstacle is, for people to bring people into what I call a relatable problem. So let me illustrate this. So let's say, for example, someone asks me, and this was when I was a financial advisor, what I would say, they would say, Derek, so what do you do for a living? And I got tired of saying, I'm a financial advisor, eyes rolling back in the head. I was like there's got to be a better way. So I change it to say, you know, you know how many people worry about running out of money in retirement? And I'm slightly nodding my head as I say this. And they say, yes. I say, well, we have a proven framework that is customized for each client mm-hmm. to help them achieve the goals they want and not run out of money. Mm-hmm. Oh. And then what I do is they say, oh, and they say, well, yeah, boy, that's something that I could probably use, or I can relate to that. And I'll yeah. tell a story about, you know, there was a couple that came into my office. And so it's invite into a relatable problem. Then it's a, a hook of here's a story they can relate to. Mm-hmm. And so nowhere in there did I mention the words financial right. advisor. Right. You see, what I wanted to do was I wanted to go against their mental checklist of, okay, I need to put you in this box. You sell insurance or mutual funds. Right. Instead. Well, you you solve a problem that i immediately relate to and when you do that we know that the most memorable people make the most money and so the game you're playing is how do you decommoditize and instead how do you become more memorable and when mm-hmm. you do that then you own space in people's minds and when they have that problem that keeps them awake at whether it's with their I want to buy a house or a tax problem or a legal issue or a financial issue, whatever that may be. They mm-hmm. think, Oh, that story that he told me, he helps people who are worried about running out of money. I'm going to call him. And so that's the biggest problem that I find right now is convincing people that you're like everybody else in your mind, you're different, but to everybody else you're exactly the same. And when you can change that narrative and invite them into a problem that's relatable to them, then you win.
0: Yeah. So yours is kind of reaching more of your target market and, and spreading your message of what you're doing, like the growth piece of it, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. So tell us the latest and greatest about where we can find you, support you, promote you, learn more about you, by the book.
1: Yeah. So- couple places, Instagram has really become our social media of choice. And again, a lot of these are surprises. What I find is I call it spokes on the wheel, Mm -hmm. is in marketing, you just have to try things and Mm -hmm. see what works. You know this, you know, a lot of people say, here's the silver bullet, here's the one thing that works. I just find you try a lot of things and test it, and then it's all research and development. So Instagram for us, so where we post uh, daily tips on how to make more money, save more money, how to launch the business you've always wanted, how to create the life and business you've always wanted and cause be, be a supportive of the causes you care about. You know, those are the pieces there. So Instagram at Derek T. Kinney, uh, okay. you can buy the book at goodmoneyframework.com. That's the name of the framework that we put together. And what again, what I find is that as, as we partner with and speak with groups all around the country, if we can help people really identify what's a cause that matters to them we've been taught that unless you have a ton of money you just can't make any impact in the world and i think that's flat dead wrong and that's what i just go to the market with right now is when you have a cause you care about now you're motivated to go make more money and you're no longer the villain in the story you're no longer villainized for having all the money and being you know, wealthy, all those things that people sort of want to hide under the shadows under these days. Now it's like, no, money is good. Go make a lot of it and use it for good because we want good people to have the money as opposed to the bad people in the world.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. You are wonderful. Thank you for sharing everything. Congratulations on your growth and all your recent success. I have a feeling there'll probably be another book coming out in the future. I could just kind of sense it. You and, know it's uh, funny, I,
1: yeah, sometimes the next book is based on what did I what did I learn from the first book and and right. and as people implement what's in the first book, uh, unexpected things that you can write about. So yeah, there there's some ideas I've got. We'll just see nothing That's concrete good. right now, but we'll see what happens. <laughs>
0: That's good. I love it. Well, great. Well, thanks for being here today. Thanks for sharing, and we will definitely stay in touch, Derek.
1: Sounds great. Thank you, Annette. Thanks for having me. Wow, What
0: an episode. Did you learn something new? I hope so. I am so happy you were able to be here with us today. I'd love to hear from you. Leave me a review and I will be sure to read it and respond to you. Also, if you'd like to email me, my email address is urock at iEvolveConsulting.com. Hit subscribe and every Tuesday you'll get notification when the next episode drops. We really have some amazing interviews and tips in the future anything you need, I'm here for you. I want you to keep your momentum. I want to help you stay accountable. I want you to stay inspired. I want you to evolve. So please let me know what you need and I'd love to hear from you. Take care until next time.